What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? And to my left by Zachary. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> it's not Zachary Parks. Zachary Parks is on another plane that existed. I did that on purpose. Okay, I just. <laughs> I was trying to make a fun little thing. <laughs> okay. Just, it's a fun just, little thing. Just, but we're joined again by our good friend, Spencer Tullis. Yay, hey guys, Spencer. How's it going? Great to have you back on the show. Thank you. So Team Chat Podcast, in case you did not know, is a video game podcast where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do that by going to teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, sending us an email there, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show and we'll give you the audio version of each episode early before its general Tuesday release. We also have another tier on there for getting the video version early as well. Speaking of the video versions, people may or may not have noticed that the quality of light is different. It's, in a, this it's greatly improved. Yeah. And it, I, I'm not adjusting well. Sorry it's, if yeah. I'm reflecting anything. <laughs> It'll, it's, we put up a light. I'm testing this out to see if it looks oh. better from initial tests. It oh. looks fantastic. Oh. Hopefully I'm not proven wrong like halfway through and the like, batteries die in that thing. So you never know. You never know. But for that now we're testing it awkward. to continually keep improving Teen Chat Podcast and making it better for you, the viewer. This we is what suffer, we do with the funds enjoy. from the Patreon. This, this is, is how we this improve is true. it. Exactly. This is how we improve it. Yeah. The support is directly funneled back into the show, as in lighting. The, so, yeah. the, the uh, money that you'll earn will provide LASIX later. Once <laughs> the light destroys. <laughs> to help defray the, the, the costs of, of like, the UV light damage. <laughs> uh, skin cancer. <laughs> Laser resurfacing. From These lights skin. are safe. They're used for video production all over the world. They're fine. <laughs> Okay, so, but before we get into the main topic of everything, we do have to do our song contest because we have a winner this week. So last week, Cody Peck gave us the hint of cities overrun with plants, especially fungi. Fungi, fungi. Still haven't received, fungi. Still haven't received clarification, but I have. Oh, you did? No, yeah. You did? Yeah. And they said fungi. Yes, they did. Awesome. Yep. Well, the game (laughs) was The Last of Us, correctly guessed by Dylan Biles. Uh, When I asked last episode, can I guess now? That's what I was going to say. You're going to say that's right. But then I was like, it's probably cheating if I say it right now. And then I missed out and I was like, God damn. Well, you see that Dylan tweeted at us because last week, last week he was, uh, he, you know, last week Brandon guessed uh, Max Payne three, and then in like and an hour later, Dylan guessed. commented on it as well and was like Max Payne three, and then he's like, oh shit! But then, so this time he he heard it after he listened to the episode. He tweeted at us la- uh, Monday or Tuesday night, and he was just like, I'm so excited for the song contest, and I was like, I know he's going to oh, be on no. it this time. Hopefully, he doesn't miss it. And sure enough, he came through with the win. So Dylan, nice. send us a song and hint that which we'll use in a future episode, and stick around to the end of this episode when Mogan will have a hint for us. Yes. Nice. Indeed. She's thinking hard on it. I'm thinking. <laughs> it's going to be a good one, I can tell. It's going to be really good. Don't worry. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> All right. So, for the topic of today's show, and why we have Spencer back, you may notice that Zach is not here. Zach had to travel for, I believe, his sister was getting is getting married, so congratulations. Wonderful, momentous occasion. Yes. yes. All around. It's fantastic. So, he could not be with us this week, and so we asked Spencer to come fill in for him because... Uh, being the part of that we are budget gamers and can't play every single thing that comes out, we sometimes have to go to others who have... Outsource, if you will. (laughs) exactly. To others who have played the games that we have not had a chance to. Yep, yep. And now Spencer here has not only played, but completed Mass Effect Andromeda. Finished Dude, that's crazy. And so he's here to give us a full-on review. Yeah, it was uh, was a pretty big um, taking on, but as I mentioned earlier... I had a sinus infection that coordinated with the release of Mass Effect, and so it provided me plenty of time. That's awesome. To lay in I mean, bed not awesome, but I mean, games. like you got to miserable, but also you <laughs> know. because that's for, for me that's a that's a record, like it's, a world record. Like that's crazy for me to be to look at what is it? Horizon Zero Dawn has been out for about a month, getting close to over a month now. Yeah, not anywhere near to finishing it. Oh wow! And so, yeah. and that's typical for me for an RPG open world game. So, do you have already well, finished it in the two, three weeks now that it's been since the game came out? It's well, been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, mm-hmm. since you beat it. That's crazy. Um, and uh, I, from what I understand, from what I've heard, you are you skip around on games a lot, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. So I am complete opposite. Oh. I am a finisher. You pushed oh, it all the way. If I start a game, that's what I focus on, and that's going to be like my death wish. Over of course, my you know, cold dead life body. is. <laughs> <laughs> I will never finish a game. Life comes before that, but uh, if if I have time to game, I I pick one and and beat it out. And so so true. Um, well, before we get into that, yeah. And and before we get into you play the deal of mouse effect, you know, have you been since you last came on yeah, the show? Yeah, seriously. So we, we should do a little catch up. Yeah, so yeah, for the people, especially who haven't heard maybe your first episode with us where we talked about art direction. Yeah. You know, so you're a friend of Zach's. Uh, yes. You guys have been, uh, been friends in person and online for a while. Yes. You play Halo and a lot yeah, of other still competitive forces things me together. To play Halo. <laughs> you know, you're over the Halo. The only game that Zach plays. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> He's got to keep up with that leaderboard status. He's all about it. So on Xbox Live, you can actually look at stats and compare it to different people that have played really? the same game. Oh, it's that's really horrible. interesting. It's can also you turn terrible. That feature off. I'm glad. Well, it's funny. It's because Mass Effect, I was on top, but people catch up. But Zach clocks out. I can't even remember how many hours. Oh, but we should it was, post a graphic. It was almost like you a month worth of time oh between him and another friend. On Halo. Pretty, yeah, I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take like a screenshot and send oh, it in. Oh, send it. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Wonderful. This is what happens when you're gone, Zach. Oh, I will say <laughs> that I finally did check my hours update on Breath of the Wild, and I think I just crossed 70 hours. Damn. And compared to, compared to how much time I've put into the game... Versus how much progress I have made within the game. Those two things are not adding up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. It's probably accurate with how I am with Horizon. Significant time for very little actual progress. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoops, my bad. Um, and I, I'll, I'll get to that in uh, when I start talking about Mass Effect. You know, the difference between... Could I have beat The Witcher 3 in the time that I did uh, compared to Mass Effect? No way. Oh, you really? And I think that has has a lot to say about the game. Um, but bef- well, before I start, I'm doing well. Good. Thank you for, for asking. Um, as far as games, uh, I've been going through the motion. I think last time I was on, I was kind of caught up in Destiny. I was about to say, I remember a lot of Destiny a talk. Lot of Destiny. And now yeah. we know that Destiny 2 is definitely That's coming right. Yeah, out. actually officially yeah, revealed. Official. I have to eat my words from the 2017 and review. Look, look ahead episode that we did where I was like, that's not happening. We need to be making legit bets. We really yeah. should. We should. Make we should it more start with the team chat pool. Yeah. Team chat gambling. Ooh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big thing. Um, but since then, Battlefield 1, of course, has oh, caught my attention. Yeah. Good been game. playing a lot of that. Um, I've been back on Fallout, oh. which I love. Fallout 4. I have all the DLCs and been working through that again. Um, and then, of course, Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass Effect, I've been... You know, looking forward to since the third one was released. So, but um, with the game. Remind uh, us, how long ago was Mass Effect 3? I think that was 2000. Look it up. I wanted to say 12. It's been a long time. It's been a while. 2012, 2013. I thought it was 12, but I Mm -hmm. I can't be sure. I have never played seriously any of the series. I've been I meant so. to look up before we started like when each of these were released. <laughs> would y'all like like a little overview of yes, That uh, would be so Mass helpful. That would be great because yeah, I'm the same that. way. Zach I know has played a little bit of of the first Mass Effect. Yeah. I have the trilogy. Just they're sitting in the backlog. I haven't got now, to. Now yeah. what do you have them for? PS PS3. Can I borrow those? Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to get to them anytime soon. So um BioWare of course is the developer of Mass Effect. Uh EA um, is the publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Mass Effect is regarded as, uh, especially Mass Effect 2, as some of the best RPGs that have ever come out. And Bioware kind of holds the crown on that, especially with Kotar, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> these games are like phenomenal, especially story-wise. They're just well-crafted and well-written. Um, <clears throat> Mass Effect 1 was a total change for them. Uh up to that point, most Bioware games were kind of uh, action pause games. So you would select an action, they would run up to the bad guy and you know hit him down, oh. and then you're able to choose. And that that went all the way up to, uh, and it still exists in um, Dragon Age. Yeah, Mass Effect was their first attempt at a third person um, view and shooter, um, and it changed a lot for them. The first Mass Effect was really receptive for its storyline. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of shunned for its, uh, its action. The shooting just was not mechanically great. 
Um, and Bioware recovered with nice coordination, guys. Thanks. Coordinating the sips. Synchronized beer, beer sips. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new Olympic sport. Well, now I'm self-conscious about it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just taking another that sip again. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 came back and they had really fixed not only the action aspect of the game, but just went you know, over the top with the story. Um, <clears throat> Mass Effect 3, I'm not sure if y'all remember, but had a lot of controversy because of the ending of the game. I've heard about that. I, I've always thought that I would eventually go back and play the Mass Effect game, so I know there was controversy, but I don't know why or anything about the ending. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. I've been able to keep that completely yeah. free, too. For as much time as I spend on the internet, you'd think yeah, it would have come out somehow. Game that I just looked. March 2012 I, is when that came out. Yeah. So, yeah oh, so, 2012, I was right. So, yeah, okay. so it's been... Gotcha. Five years exactly wow. since the last one. Celebrate anniversary. Woo. <laughs> so Mass Effect 1 and 2 are regarded as kind of the pinnacle of the series. Um, I, I love 3. 3 was a great action game. And I think the story held up well, uh, despite the ending being so controversial and maybe not so widely accepted as what needed to be for that um, series. But Mass Effect, like the universe, is... Really, really interesting. So Bioware came to the game um, with the idea of making a uh, 80s movie-based sci-fi game, right? So they they put uh, film grain on top of the graphics, um, make it very uh, cinematic whenever you're talking to people and the dialogue. Um, the Mass Effect universe is, tackles a lot of really interesting stuff, Um there was a big controversies because that was one of the first games where you could make relationships and eventually end up having sex with a character. Um, also what's really interesting about mass effect and, um, people don't mention enough is how it handled, uh, these really, uh, obscure ideas of how humanity would handle alien life. What our joining of like a, you know, different galaxy or universe, um, would be like, uh, what happens if you find a, a life form that may not be as intelligent as you or is way more intelligent than you? How is that handled? Um, also, AI of this year, you know, AI has been in big news news pages. And Mass mm-hmm. Effect was one of those games that really handled that well. What would it be like? Would it be dangerous? Could it backfire on people? They discuss a lot of those topics. Um, and of course, there's a huge overarching storyline of a you know ancient enemy that um wants to purge the universe every couple of millions of years sounds about right yeah like and that uh the that's the bats. main yeah it sounds correct people got super attached to the characters in mass effect and also the main character commander shepherd um andromeda is in sh- i i think bioware could have just taken taken the Mass Effect name out of it completely. I think they should have just called it Andromeda, mm-hmm. took in the Mass Effect lore, and then left it left the whole Mass Effect series where it was. So essentially, they, you think they should have published it as its own standalone thing, like technically taking place within the same universe, yes. but like a separate storyline altogether, which from what I've gathered <clears throat> is what it is. Yeah, so Andromeda starts, and you are actually... Um, this is before Commander Shepard um, sets off on his huge. Oh, so it's kind of a prequel. So it's a prequel. Style. It's a prequel. Interesting. I thought but it was a sequel. Really interesting is that uh, it happens in a completely different galaxy. So, the beginning of Mass Effect, you find out that you're on a colony ship that is, you've been cryoed, so you're asleep, um, and you're sent to Andromeda um, through dark space, and you've been asleep the Andromeda for six galaxy. Galaxy. Okay. Uh-huh, Six hundred years oh, is how long so the events of the original mass effect trilogy have started and have finished and oh. yeah and is wrapped up you have no way of finding out what's going on over there but the races some of the stories of the wars are still around and you hear that within the game which is really interesting um <clears throat> so it's uh yeah i think they could have done without even putting the mass effect name in there it's because it kind of backfired on them is because people, you know, are so attached to this, this, this whole, uh, series 
And if they had just removed that main title and just called it Andromeda, you know, a story based on Mass Effect, that would have, I think it would have done would've so much sat, better for us. better with people. <laughs> yeah. So before we get uh, too far into like your, your full on re- review of it, let's, we will say this, we'll try to keep this as spoiler free as we can. I, yeah. Uh, because I'm, it is recent enough with, with it being released. So mm-hmm. don't worry about that kids. We won't tell you earmuffs. Uh, you know, but so if we do earmuffs. hear something, we'll, we'll give you fair <laughs> warning in enough time if you haven't got that far. Um, so, Okay, so yeah, I guess that's a good starting point. So it should have just been Andromeda, not should have Mass been Effect. Andromeda. So let's start with the hoopla. I'm sure you all heard about it, right? All <laughs> the, the crazy stuff, all yeah. the controversy yeah. about the animations. And I did like a lot of research about this particular subject, too. Because even though I'm not terribly interested in the game itself, I love consumer behavioral psychology. Yeah, it's super So learning right? about like why people do the batshit crazy things they do for something that is comparatively... So insignificant. Yeah. It's really fascinating to me. So I was like, I want to know a lot more about this. Right. But you are notably the only member of our team that has actually played the games. So first yeah. I want to hear your fan perspective. Like as so, someone that has been through the whole thing. First off, when was Bioware ever known for creating incredible animations? I'm not I agree sure with that. Played Knights of the Old Republic. Have- <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic. I played Knights of the Old Republic and uh, through... And I've played th- all three Dragon Age games. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished Inquisition yet, but I've played enough of it to know. I guess I always forget that they are Dragon Age. Yeah. So yeah. I have played at least a little bit of Inquisition. And even when I was playing that, I was like, gosh, these facial animations. Interesting. They're ne- they've <laughs> never been great. Like, and, and the ones with KOTOR, especially, granted, older mm-hmm. game. But it's very much just like, it doesn't matter what expression or what emotion they're saying their lines with. The face does not change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stone cold. And um, that happens in a lot of games. And I think this one was just the sure. I mean, there are some bad animation in that game, <laughs> especially for some reason with the female writer. Uh, there was just bad, like That's the, too her bad, expressions. Because Ryder is the protagonist that yeah, you are, right? I oh, played the male version, and I never really caught a a part where I was like, "That's that's awful." Right. But you know, most of the time, whenever people are making fun of it, like our dear PewDiePie on YouTube and stuff like that, they use the female version who does have these extreme expressions on her face. Um. So yeah, when has Bioware ever been, you know, this this giant of beautiful Bastions animations? Of yeah. Perfect yeah. Animation. I feel like they're they do a really good job with worlds. Like uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is a beautiful world game. The world exactly. of, of it is mm-hmm. great. And when you're but yeah, character the animations of it have never been spectacular. Well, and that that brings up a point of should we as gamers accept like you can either have a curated beautiful graphical game you know, where they guide you down a path or you can choose to have a huge open world and sure, maybe not you, maybe you don't have a scene with beautiful animation in it. Um, these, these, uh, studios can only take so much time and sure you could argue that Bioware had three to four years and millions of dollars, but, um, they still have a deadline and they still have to make their money. And they still have things like boards of directors and deadlines. And they want to alleviate as much crunch time. I mean, that plagues the industry as well Has unlimited time and money to just make whatever they want. Mm. Whenever they want, they are held to schedules that are beyond their control. Exactly. And one important detail that gets left out a lot is this is not the original Bioware team. So this isn't your dragon age or mass effect trilogy team. This is a brand new Bioware oh, team. They're baby developers. They're baby developers. Oh. So this is their big, and I feel so bad for them. Oh for it. man, me too. Now, hey, at least they, you know, they got better reception than uh, No Man's Sky. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Just, just barely. Well, people just, yeah, barely, just barely. Just squeaking it's been by. Pretty, it's been, it's pretty been bad. It's been but apparently, bad. but like, it's like I feel like what I've heard is, yeah, it's bad. The animations are bad. It's not as good as the old Mass Effect games, but it's still a good game. Is what I've heard. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily your opinion. Okay. Well, so before we move on to the game itself, uh, in my research that I did about it, um, someone made a YouTube video that was a fantastic discussion on this exact topic. For the life of me, I cannot remember what the video was. Mm. Shout bad. out to whoever you are. Shout out to whoever. Yeah. Great but content guy. what they brought up was a very interesting system that I do think and agree had a lot of influence on the 
vacuum of horrible that happened in response to the game before it ever came out. Mm -hmm. So they really kind of placed the blame on Mass Effect Andromeda's horrendous pre-release reviews on the fact that EA really screwed its own game over. So are you familiar with the concept of, um, what do they call it, review embargoes, more or less? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically just where any you know video game company says, well, you can have our game in advance to review, but you can only post your review on X date. So there's no consensus or formal policy on when any game maker sets that mark. You can do it a day before the game comes out, which in this case did happen to Mass, in Mass Effect Andromeda, or you can do it weeks, potentially even months beforehand. You can really set that date whenever you want, just depending on who you want to have your game and when you want them to have it. Mm -hmm. With Mass Effect Andromeda, like I said, they did set that embargo at one day before the game released, which even to someone that knows nothing about that system, that's ridiculous. Like a day before a game releases, that's a terrible idea. No one is going to be able to provide accurate re reviews, especially about a game that is this big. And really that was kind of the whole argument that because EA imposed this seemingly arbitrary embargo that may or may not have been intentionally used to disguise flaws within the game itself, what they actually did was create a vacuum of non-information. And with hardcore fans, in the absence of official accurate information, very frequently, not just with Mass Effect, with a lot of other games, with a lot of other mediums even, with movies, with books, all kinds of stuff, in the absence of real information, people will often very frequently jump to the worst conclusions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead, what people were doing were grasping onto these things that they knew were bad, like the facial animations, and blowing it wildly out of proportion. You could also argue that a lot of that may have been very self-serving, uh, angry arguments. For example, a lot of popular YouTubers, because they had no official review platform to compete against, they had ample opportunity to make these really overblown, very negative videos rack up a lot of hits. And if they have sponsors, get a lot of money yeah. for something that may or may not have been accurate or uh, even deserving of the game itself. You could argue either way, but they really did. EA really, it's like a masterclass in creating the perfect environment for negativity to prevail. Yeah. And I think that they absolutely did screw their own game over in that exact sense. So I wouldn't say that's Bioware. That was all EA. Yeah. Everyone's favorite video game company mm. to hate. <laughs> Put another one on that list. Yep. In um, the day embargo could have also been because that the game is broken. Yes. So I've uh, had yeah. uh, I've had a lot of glitches while playing through it. I had to restart three large story quests. Uh, to get to the ending. Because either the animations were, not restart the whole game, but oh. just like go to the, <laughs> like, yeah, you're what? like, what? You're why did you stick on that game? long? No, um, just like, uh, you know, I would go through a firefight, this big firefight would take like 15 minutes. And then I would get to the ending animation and maybe some of the sprites wouldn't load or something like that. And uh, there was one where they were all just in like the general, you know, the like the yeah, the oh my God. <laughs> they were all just standing there in the TiVo. No that's dialogue fantastic. was going on, nothing, and I could not progress any oh, further. That oh, sucks. Yeah, so it and was kind of frustrating. A big problem. That is yeah. a big problem. No game in modern times that is technically triple A. Yeah. I don't know why I made triple air quotes around that as well. Just AAA, to reinforce it. <laughs> just to reinforce it. No game on that scale should be having those types exactly. of problems. Yeah, exactly. Now the other thing that we should at least mention is that by EA. Uh, did kind of do another, I think it probably is just a sneaky scumbag move. Um, technically, before the actual embargo of one day before, they did release a paid subscription service that would give payers access to the game. What is it? Early access? Early access. Mm -hmm. Origin yeah. access. Like I think that's what they hours, called right? it. Yeah. Right. It was like the first 10 hours of the game. What they mentioned, but that many people probably neglected to pay attention to, is that's a monthly subscription mm -hmm. of $5. And many people just aren't that aware of their own finances. You sign up for this recurring payment that is a subscription service. Forget to ever cancel it. Was it worth it to EA money, money, in money, terms money, of money, dollars? Money. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But it does seem like just a huge 
dick move for them to do like, hey, you can technically have the access in advance, but you're going to have to shell out for it. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to be this extremely curated view that we are able to control that you have access to. And it's just like, oh, that's a scumbag move. Which is really interesting is because the first 10 hours, I think, were my least favorite parts of the game. Really? Yeah, it's just... um it it was well. I mean, at least introducing it a lot. Uh, Wait, what? At least it improved. Yeah, the past yeah. the ten hours. Yeah, yeah. It it truly did. Um, there was just introducing a lot, a lot of unnecessary stuff. I think the pacing was kind of off at the beginning. Um, you know, it jumps from a really slow scene to a really quick scene, back to a really slow scene, and just um, I don't know. That first ten hours, it it got me interested enough, but it, it could have been better. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to mention the patch notes that. Actually, yesterday, so Tuesday, what was the date? So that was April 4th, Tuesday, April 4th. Uh, so they said um, they're allowing you to skip ahead while traveling between planets, which was a huge complaint whenever the game came out. I love that. The whole galaxy travel, that's my favorite part about the Mass Effect universe. And it, it basically what would happen is you would be at a planet, and it would take a while for your 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 ship to come out of the atmosphere, and then it would travel across space to the next planet, and you got a first person view of this whole thing. Oh, that's cool! I thought it was awesome. That's pretty badass. The position because that's when you get to get up, get your next drink, exactly. and then also wash the thing, and then sit back mm-hmm. down and get all settled. I need the brakes, man! Exactly. I need the brakes. People in Ma- in the original Mass Effect, you would control the ship. Oh, you would see like this oh, little cartoony cool. kind of ship, and you would fly it around. <laughs> uh, it's that's cool too. But I really enjoyed this because you got to see the planets flying past, and you traveling through uh, and i have heard really good things about those animations in particular mm. i've heard that they're very gorgeous oh, the a lot of really beautiful spacescapes beautiful. so i think that that's something that users are probably missing out on if they are skipping ahead on mm. so they're gonna make that skippable yeah so they're gonna make it i guess you can press a button and well, like and not required so you can still yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I get guess, that some yeah. pe- like I, I, especially with RPGs, open, big open world games, I normally love, doesn't matter where I'm going, what I'm doing, I will walk, ride a horse, drive a car, whatever, across the whole map to get there. That's my challenge with Fallout 4 this play around, is no fast traveling. Oh, really? Ooh, but every once, every once in a while, to like knock out some small side quest mm-hmm. that's way the hell away, far from anything else, I will, I will fast travel to those sometimes. But if it's like normal playthrough, like first time I'm doing this one thing or whatever, like I'm always gonna mm-hmm. walk or drive, ride, whatever. Just so you can take the whole, I feel like that's part of the game. That's what, that's part of what it is. Yeah. Scenery, if you fast, man. if you fast travel, then what's the point of playing a big open world game? So in Mass Effect Andromeda, it can get pretty frustrating, but that has to do with the story. So I'll get to that later with the, with the traveling between planets. I, I enjoyed it, but I can see how people would just be like, okay, enough. Um, so it increases inventory limits, which was not a big deal to me, but okay, whatever. Uh, improving the appearance of eyes on humans and in Sari. So those are, are those the blue those people? Are the blue, okay. the, the gotcha. race of my uh, girlfriend from the first game. Gotcha. Mm, superior. Like they're the smartest. It's yes. pretty funny. It's because they're like the smartest, most civilized race in the galaxy. They're all women, which is so common on society. Let's see. Decrease the cost of remnant decryption keys and making them more accessible. So that's that's part of a major um, uh, key to the game is this ancient alien life that's called the remnant. You find some of their technology. Uh, improving localized voice over lip sync. Um, okay, so that was another big thing. People were like, oh, the lips aren't synced up. Mm, yeah, that's true. But for a game that has uh, the amount of dialogue as Mass Effect two and three combined. Ooh. You expect them to listen, to sit there for hours, sit, tinkering you know, over yeah. each line. There was, I mean, this game is huge when it comes to dialogue. And I have heard that as far as the voice acting itself goes, even if it's not syncing to the facial animations, I've heard that it's really good. That a lot of the actual voice acting itself in a vacuum is top notch. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the dialogue. Some of it can be really goofy and over the top. Um, also, we have to. I, I wanted to mention that uh, during the development of Mass Effect and Drama, a, a lot of uh, the writers, lead writers for Bioware, left. Oh, I feel like yeah. I remember hearing. I remember mm-hmm. hearing that happening. Now, wait, what was this? Why did that happen? No one really knows. I think they they all went to Bungie actually. 
So, <gasps> Destiny 2. Wow, oh, let's see what you gosh. got. Maybe, I want to um, investigate that. Good yeah, goodness. we'll do a big <laughs> investigative <laughs> journalist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of Mass Effect. Crack that code. <laughs> uh, fixing riders' movements while running and zigzagging patterns. Is, is that the crab walk thing yeah, that I does, saw? Yeah, like, a little crab walk. It is kind of goofy. It is kind of <laughs> weird. But I feel like in most video games, you can make your character look dumb. Yeah. You know, by doing something. Um, I remember like people sitting in the lobby of Overwatch and doing stupid stuff with their characters. Oh, it's the best. So, yeah, I it's love hilarious. That kind of crap. But you can do that with every game. Yeah. For Honor has that too, where you can do emo- each character has like emotes and everything. And depending on which class, there are slightly different ones and those, and man, it did not take long for this to become a thing. And it personally <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. But what how, it like, is, the is it's like will decide on a given language. Like one of the, uh, the samurai characters, I think the Orochi, when it does, it's a victory emote. He like, he or she sheaths their sword. Then it goes like, Ha! Like that, and raises a hand up in the air. But people figured out that if you hit the emote button and also turn your directional stick, it will, and if you keep hitting and doing those two motions all at the same time, it will interrupt and restart the emote. So with the Orochi, it looks like this. Ha! 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 Oh, God. Oh, sorry. And so that keeps happening. And then another one, the Conqueror, the uh, which is the knight's shield and fl- uh, flail unit. Um, the he, he goes like a he throws his arms and goes like rah or something like that. Like so, but then they stop. So all it goes is rah 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 rah, <laughs> and it's a huge like meme on everywhere. But it drives me so crazy when like people win and stuff. And they're just over me going ha 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 ha. ha. I was like, God damn it, that stop it! Fantastic. Especially over your dead body. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh why are you desecrating me? me more? That's wonderful. <laughs> are you still playing the game? Yeah. Played it today. I feel like that game just fell off the face of the planet. It's you. I think it's the people who play it are very dedicated to it. Yeah. If you're not, I uh, like don't. It's it's not going to be your. Company, I didn't get it because I suck at the combat of um, Dark Souls, and so I figured it would be similar somewhat. And I was like, you know what? Action the the mini game action thing just isn't my stick, so I just get my ass whooped. Normally fighting games. Normally fighting <laughs> games aren't, but my aren't for me either, which a lot of people describe this as pretty much just a fighting game. Mm. But for me, it's that style of in-depth medieval combat and stuff is something I've wanted in the game for years. For years. So I'm able to overlook a lot of it because of that. I'm going to, I'm going to get that on the, on the Christmas sale. Oh That's yeah. That's my goal. On that, on that cheap, on that cheap sale. On that cheap sale. Um, <clears throat> oh, I live my life. <laughs> you save me. Wait, with the here. exception of the switch. Those That's winter not, sales. Not included. Winter sales. <laughs> Stock up for the whole year like a squirrel. And mm-hmm. then just play. And then just play your games throughout the year. It works. Um, <clears throat> so is, maybe in For Honor, that animation it takes you out of the game, but that's that's just the the uh, nature of multiplayer games, right? Yeah. Um, so you could argue, like, well, why would that you know affect Mass Effect? And maybe it is because people picked on certain things that they saw early. Um, but also, maybe it takes people out of the story. I'm not really sure. Um, but I mean, other animations that they worked on, like the jump jets and the climbing look great. They look fantastic. Um, so kudos to them for that. I've seen the jump jets and they do appear to be very smooth animation sequences, mm-hmm. which is really nice because mm-hmm. for the speed that I gather you're trying to go, like if you're dodging left and right, it's pretty important. You don't mm-hmm. want that glitching up. No. So we're talking about the fixable stuff, right? Yeah. So all the the glorious facial animations, you can put a patch out for that. But, but what if I don't want the patch? What if I want the terrible facial animations? <laughs> Who are you? Adds to my joy. You just unplug your you <laughs> unplug your game system. And you're like I'm not plugging it in. Uninstall that patch. Some I want just, all of that. Some people just want to watch the world burn. You're one of those people. I think you can do that with PC games, not on console. Oh. Boo. Um, you can't patch the the story, unfortunately. Oh, harsh. Judgments. So, um, as most Mass Effects, it it has branching stories and different subjects. In Mass Effect Andromeda, the main ones are, of course, you fly into this galaxy, this unknown galaxy, um, with uh, I think it was two hundred thousand people, and each race, each major race of the Milky Way has uh, a ship that that comes in. And the plan was they would launch a giant. Um, 
Nexus is what they, they called it. Uh, so like a hub for all these ships to meet up at. And then they would try to find habitable pa- planets in the Andromeda galaxy. Um, your father, so there's the Ryder twins. So you pick either the boy or the girl at the beginning. Oh, and depending okay. on which you, one you pick is who you go with. Um, and then your father is one of the main protagonists. Uh, so they really try to bring in this family story. Um, and then the main bad guy. So spoiler alert, if you don't want to know the main bad guy, which you find in like the first 20 minutes. So anyway, um, so deal with it. Yeah. Deal <laughs> with it. Uh, is another race of ancient civilization, you know, ancient aliens who want to kill things. Great. So we're reusing so a fairly cliche. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And so, uh, you know, you're exploring this galaxy and you find out that it's already populated by this race, um, of aliens who are nice and kind. Uh, and then they're being hunted down by this giant evil alien. Um, but you also, to the point of the game, are trying to find habitable planets for your, uh, people, which is the best part of the game. So the exploration. Um, the colony building is really exciting. I think they could have done it a bit better. Um, especially in an age of RPGs where you can affect the world so much through decisions. And I think Bioware stepped backwards on this one mm-hmm. is because I never really felt in Andromeda that I could really affect something. They gave you decisions, which Sure, sometimes it would make me put the controller down and really think about it, you know, who I wanted to support, what I wanted to do, but I never felt the effects of my decisions. Mm. That's that is key nowadays. It is key. I mean, in you know, games like Fallout 3, where you're able to blow up a city with a nuke in like the first five minutes, like that's that's where RPGs should be. (laughs) I wanted to be able to, you know, decide to colonize a planet or avoid it completely. You know, maybe decide that to destroy a colony or I don't, I, I just wanted more options. I wanted to be more decisive. They also took away, um, Paragon and what was the other one? Uh, Renegade. So the good or bad system of the original Mass Effect. Oh. So in the original Mass Effect, you had, not only a mini game that happened during dialogue where you could pull triggers to, to point towards good or bad. Um, but also through dialogue, you could get renegade or, um, paragon points. Um, they took that away in Andromeda. Weird. You can either be a smart ass with your comments back, or you could be like loving and accepting or kind of like a daydreamer. And it's really weird. But the outcome is the same. The outcome, the outcome's pretty much the same in the end. That blows. It does blow. Because See, that's that really is big. If it's to that yeah, ex- extreme that they that they one limit of the it. Things that the Mass Effect series is known for, like they are known for being yeah. able to make these big, far-reaching decisions. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that anymore, I can see why people would be very upset about that. Yeah, there was a uh, one one small spoiler-free part of the original Mass Effect series. And I think this happened in the second one. So there's a reporter that comes to you every few missions and she wants to talk to you about what you decided on. And I mean, there's huge decision in Mass Effect uh, 1 and 2 and 3 where it's like, do you kill the squad mate or do you like leave them behind or do you let this colony fall in place of the spaceship out in space or something like that? Um, but this reporter comes up and is like, so why'd you make that decision about the colony? And if you were a good shepherd, you could get her to the point where like you could even sleep with her if you wanted. Uh, if you were bad shepherd, <laughs> there was one dialogue where you could punch her in the face. Oh, so you could pull your trigger and Commander Shepherd just cock, just oh, whole shit, just right in the eye. That's horrible. <laughs> God, yeah. There's like what? really extremes, and it's Damn. and it's brilliant. And I mean, this goes all the way back to Kotar. I mean, Knights of the Old Republic, you know. Basla, the one of the main girls in um, in the Kotar universe, you could decide on whether she continued down the Jedi path, or you could knock it knock her off of it, and it 
really determined how the rest of the team was affected and the universe was affected. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't get a grasp of that in, in Andromeda. I felt like it was just curated to, okay, you get to this end point. You can choose allies and you can get help from certain people at the final boss, but it at the end, like he really, really couldn't make a change in the world of Andromeda. Hmm. Um, it all leads to the same place. I felt like, uh, which I didn't appreciate. I, I enjoyed the game. Like I said, I mean, the exploration's fun. Um, the combat's fun. Some of the story was really appealing, especially, especially the, the dialogue, uh, um, or the conversation about AI. This one has a really appealing, um, uh, story about the ai which elon musk i'm gonna tie it into this elon musk uh announced the the other day a project to to implant ai eventually into the human brain oh that's ghost in the shell and that's one of the main story plots in mass effect andromeda and ties into the story which is super interesting to me and i think that's one of the that's cool that they that lined up in our real world with the game out yeah exactly exactly um but the main protagonist like I don't know. He just wasn't driving enough for me. And what sucks is I remember in every Bioware game, you would be able to have conversation with the enemy, a, a big dialogue. And I never got that out of my final really? boss. Really? Not oh, with the final boss? Mm. Oh, that sucks. I wanted to tell him what was on my mind, <laughs> but I couldn't because Bioware didn't let me. <laughs> so I'm going to send a strongly worded letter <laughs> yeah. to Bioware. You um, just write an open letter, like Facebook style, an open letter to the final boss. Yeah. Oh, it's like I, I understand. Like that would be a huge knock against a game because, especially, like I see that fitting in. So, take a game like The Last of Us, for example. That one needed to have its own predetermined endpoint. You needed to that story needed to have a predetermined end. How you got there was okay. Yeah. But well, it still a, needed to reach that same conclusion for everybody yeah. who played it to have the same effect. But a game like Mass Effect, like The Witcher 3, like those games should have the ability. And that's what makes RPGs so appealing mm-hmm. is you can literally make the adventure your own. Exactly. If you remove that f- ability, that loses huge points for a lot of people who are going to play the game. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And, and people could argue, well, if The Witcher 3 could do it, Mass Effect could do it. Uh, some, some of that is true, but also Witcher three was a diamond in the rough. That game yeah. is just beyond the, expectation. I, I'm still working my way through it. I need to get back to it. I keep getting distracted by it, distracted, not by it, but from it. But just the more I play and the more I get into it, I'm just continually blown away. It's incredible. I mean, the, you know, the decisions you can make in that game, um, you can make whole villages disappear in some parts. Like it's incredible. I, and, and that's the thing. I haven't found one thing about the Witcher three that I don't like yet. Like the combat can be a little difficult to master, but I don't, I heard, I usually don't have a problem with combat difficulty learning to master that to me. That's just part of the game. Like to be good at it, you have to learn this one part. That's all like the one like part they, you really have to learn how to do to be good at the game. Like that's cool. I'm glad that there's a learning curve to it, mm. but but no, I, I can't think of one thing about The Witcher 3 that I don't like. And see, that's th- I like I get what you're saying. That's a terrible target to hold other games to. Oh, yeah. I can't find one thing that I like about it is not the measure by which we should be comparing all other games. Like, that's an unfair bar to set. Well, right. Like, it's wonderful, and all games could aspire to be like that. But to assume that everything that comes after it is going to meet and exceed that's just that setting mark, yourself up. that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's well, a ridiculous assumption for anyone to have. When and we you have cannot a, expect that. We have another king on the board too. So not only do we have Witcher three, but now the new Zelda. Boom, boom, baby! I mean, the new Zelda is supposed to be one waves. of the best games ever made. I mean, it is the best. Game and it was released, <laughs> no I think, contest. just a few no days before Mass Effect? Or was it a few About days a after? month early. It was a little bit after. It was, it was March. No, no, well, no it was it, just barely after. I thought Mass Effect was, it was March 21st and Zelda was March 3rd. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Zelda came out first. Oh, I even waited in line for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry I know more about the game than there, you do. Time is really warped for me right now. I'm still not sure where we are on the calendar. 
But anyways, but that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I would never hold other games to that example. Like I could not well, yeah. possibly expect that. I waited a million years for Nintendo to make this game, and I knew they would come through for me. Everybody has that gold standard. In their like head. that's that, that's the thing. That is my gold standard, and I'm not going to play any other game expecting that same experience or even an equivalent experience. Right. It's yeah. it's just not it's not going to happen, and the realistic part of my brain knows that. Well, and it's like Naughty Dog has a huge challenge ahead of itself with doing The Last of Us 2 because oh, The Last yeah. of Us 1 was so well received and is my gold standard for that type of game. So not like I really want to love Last of Us 2. I'm trying to keep expectations low so that way I don't if they don't hit Last of Us expectations like I'm, I'm not disappointed because yeah. I'm still going to want to yeah. love the game. And that's a uh, uh, goes back to I wish they would have just taken the Mass Effect out of is because it, it is a reboot to the series I think. It would have yeah, removed like, a lot of the pressure for it to be great. It would have, mm-hmm. which I mean, Man. I would hope that the goal of any game developer is to make is to make a great game. I hope no one's just like phoning it in ever to you know. You see the examples of that sometimes, and those games are generally reviled and hated by the gaming community. But so you would hope that, especially a AAA studio like Bioware, who has had such a great history, would not be like, okay, we're going to phone it in on this one. Like yeah. you want them to deliver a great product. Well, my question is, what is the original Bioware team doing? Yeah. That's a good question. I love they could mysteries. Be doing something amazing. I want to know what they're working on. I mean, on. there's a lot of talk that another Dragon Age might come, which I'd be down for. I like that series a lot. I mean, that'd be cool, but there's already quite a bit in the Dragon Age series. There is. And a big part of me always wants a series to stay a series and then to have other things in addition to that. Right. They're yeah. totally separate. Yeah. Obviously not including Legend of Zelda. It's a very different type of thing. But you get the idea. Well, it always, feel, it always feels like to me a trilogy is a good point. Get to a trilogy, yes. move on to something else. Yeah, yeah. You can come back to it. You know, so other games Dragon out there Age. that don't, don't do that, like Halo. But, um, <laughs> Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Every single okay, freaking but year. We Assassin's Creed. Creed. Assassin's Creed is taking a year off, though. And so far, they haven't oh, announced the one, one for this year. Off. Is they that like the, the one for, They took a break to make a movie year. that apparently sucked, too. So, you know, that's... <laughs> I mean, I like the Assassin's Creed series, but yeah, it needed Wait, a break. Did the Assassin's Creed movie already come out? Yeah, it came out in December and apparently did nothing. It's already out on DVD. You can buy it. Yeah, it's, I might watch it. it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Pretty brutal. Oh, apparently, it's not that great, but I want to see Michael it. Fassbender, I love you, dude, but why'd you do that? Oh, That's a, that was a strange point yeah, pick for him. Jeremy weird, Irons, too. Weird. What are you doing in that? I yeah, don't know what why any actor is looking at video games to movies and going, yeah. This is a good place where my career needs to go in this direction. Has there been a good video game movie, like ever? Except for Super Mario Brothers? The best one ever! I was trying to think. There is one that I feel like. Name it. Which one? I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're waiting. Okay, so I'm going to say this, and I've said this before, I think, on, on, on the show, but the Resident Evil movies are good. Oh, okay. okay. Because, I, they, but they, they are, are separate from the, yes. from the, from the game itself. They're not yeah. trying to be like, I mean, they have characters from the movies come in obviously, but I think they did the right choice by making, uh, Alice Mila Jovovich's character be her own separate thing. She's not in the game. She's not a crossover. So they're able to kind of set up their own thing. They have monsters from the mo- from the games come in and that's all cool and general things. But I think, so I think as an overall action movie, I think those do a really good job. And see, that's the thing. They tend to stay within their respective genre, more or less for films. Yes. They stay in the realm of action slash horror sci-fi film. Right. And they do a good job of Which that. Which people give a lot of leniency to those films anyway. Yes. Because really that's the thing. No one's like expecting a blockbuster right. out yeah. of the Resident Evil It's movies. kind of a cult kind of. Yeah. 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 It's I call like them got my a niche following. Yeah. 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 Those in the Underworld movies. Yes. I'm like. Oh yeah. I love these. <laughs> I do like, like them. <laughs> well now I've been a very public actor. But, but still it's like. There's no turning hard. back now. <laughs> That's the one I'm at home like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, video games to movies, they're just, video games are so cinematic these days that it's just not going to work. And actually, it's that's an interesting work. argument to, de- to make because I have read a number of articles, like more than one, that are like, Mass Effect is the game that could make a great game to film. And I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? If they took that? the elements of the Mass Effect universe, and if like, they took the canon, it up. And completely just pushed it into in, a different storyline. Didn't even mention, you know, uh, Commander Shepard or Andromeda. I think it. I think it could work out. I mean, that's what the the game's based off is like yeah. an yeah. 80s sci-fi film. So 
I could, I could see it, but don't risk it, Bioware. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, I think you already screwed up. You already screwed. I think there have been enough. <laughs> what's the the one movie that I heard or game that's being made into a movie, and I was like, what? Why? Well, I mean, they're still tossing around the Last of Us movie. They're still tossing around an Uncharted movie. No, and no, yeah. no. Wait, Rabbids. have I said? It? I we feel rabbits. like I, I feel <laughs> like movie. I haven't said it in at least ten episodes. If you haven't played Uncharted, don't. It blows. I'm still Don't play it. do it. I'm Don't do it. I'm play it. <laughs> you can start at four, which I gather is supposedly a good game. One and two suck. Don't three? play them. Well, me and Charted. I never made it? it that far because one and two fucking sucked. I'm not giving them any more of my life. When I when Uncharted first started coming out, I was like, yeah, this is a silly game. If I, if I wanted to see people run around the desert, I'll just watch The Last Crusader. Indiana Jones. Well, in the oh, yeah. first game, you're in the jungle the whole Indiana time. Jones. Yeah. And it's the same jungle over and over and over again. It's like, oh, great, man. a lot of variety here. I'm getting a yeah, lot out of this environment. It's good. It's good. I could not do that. I, I need some changes in, in games. Mass Effect does that. Mass Effect has a lot of Point. good environments. Point for Mass Effect. Back, points for Mass Effect. Better than Uncharted. <laughs> That's <laughs> the bar we should be measuring all games but see, by. Okay, I, need to play, I need to play Uncharted just so I can be. I can see where I'm going to sit on this with you. Because you, you hey, it looks like something I'm going to love because, A, also, it's Naughty Dog. I give lot, Naughty Dog a lot of room to be great. You're uh, prepared to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But I need to jump in that game soon. So I can. I need to at least play the first one. How many hours is the first one? You have to play the first how, one I to have feel how my many, pain. How many, how many hours is the first You could bl- blast through it in a weekend. I'm mm. bad at a lot of games. I had it on, like, normal difficulty. If you kept it on normal and or hard, you, I think you're probably better than me. Uh, you could easily blow through it in a weekend. Mm. Possibly even one night if you really wanted wow. to. Mm. One night. One night. You can do it tonight. I believe in you, Jen. And you can do it because there's no plot. Uh, none of the characters are memorable. <laughs> and there's nothing to do. That was just a setup. There's just, there's just nothing to do. <laughs> Feel free to go right ahead, my friend. Oh, they are yeah. highly rated games, though. You know, yeah. For just taste. Just for, from who? Who writes exactly? Them? Who? Who is writing these reviews? <laughs> Paid people. This. This is the controversy in journalism. Naughty dog. We should Naughty be dog's like about. sitting outside their offices. Like, if you give us a good review, uh, we'll buy you lunch. I mean, I'd cafe. probably, I'd probably do it for lunch. So if they want I to sway my decision, <laughs> Mogan's like Uncharted Four. It's incredible. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, fried steak was awesome. I've changed my mind on Uncharted's <laughs> one and two. <laughs> So before we uh, jump back into the European stuff, let's switch gears real quick to the moment with Mogan. I did finally find the time to do one. I have obviously, yay, my world has been absorbed by Breath of the Wild. But as of this episode's airing, April 11th, (laughs) just kidding, April 11th, Tuesday, Ukulele, which Ah. is one of the games I'm actually really excited about, is now out for PS4, Xbox, PC, and Mac. So you can play it on virtually any platform. It is also supposedly coming to the Switch eventually. I don't know what the ETA for that is, but if you want to wait it out, feel free to. Uh, another one that looks actually really interesting, kind of like a mystery game, is The Sexy Brutale. Mm. It looks unusual, kind of like a smaller indie game, but it looks okay. really interesting. That's for PS4, Xbox, and PC. And then Cosmic Star Heroin, which is like a throwback 16-bit era game, but it's new. Uh, also, a Kickstarter one, similar to Ukulele, is coming out for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Those are all April 11th. Uh, coming soon, we have Calm Waters for PC and Mac. That's April 13th. Uh, the Disney Afternoon Collection. Yay! Boring. Uh, sure, for PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, and PC, April 18th. Also on April 18th, but PS4 exclusives only, we have Full Throttle Remastered. <gasps> Man. Do you actually like those, or are you Full Throttle that? is the game yeah. that I played the trailer for. Oh, the, it, oh and yeah. The motorcycle yeah, one that's no, like we from, talked the, about this. Yeah, yes, from yes, like yes. the so, their late 90s. Yeah, so April 18th, the Full Throttle Remaster. Exclusively for, for PS4. If that's like 20 bucks, I might snatch that up. It may not oh. even be that much. We don't really know. <laughs> um, I well, feel like that's the minimum. That information is probably out there. Who we'll knows? see. Uh, and The Silver Case, another kind of very Japanese-looking uh, J-mystery game. Uh, also coming out for PS4 April 18th. And then just in like little random news, a uh, quick thing that I found hilarious that would be a total point for Xbox, I guess... 
Google just recently did a study that found that teens think that the Xbox brand is cooler than PlayStation. Teens don't know what they're talking See, about. Conversely, millennials were like, PlayStation fools? What no are you wonder, guys talking about? Uh, no wonder Zach is Xbox only. <laughs> oh, burn! See what happens, Zach? <laughs> That's a killer burn. So anyways, so teens think that Xbox is cooler per an official study, and millennials think that PlayStation is where it's at. Teens, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Now, what is very interesting is that that study went on to ask, well, what are some of the games that you think are really baller? And they were like, The Legend of Zelda. Pokemon. Was the question literally that you think are baller? I don't think that was the question. That'd be amazing. (laughs) And what's funny is the subtitle for that particular article I was reading was, how do you do fellow kids? And I was like, that's how I feel all the time. (laughs) Do you know that joke from 30 Rock? Yeah. With Steve Buscemi, who walks into the school. How do you do fellow kids? With a a backwards backwards hat on and a skateboard over his shoulders. He's like, hello, fellow kids. He's doing an undercover. Oh, it's hilarious. It's a great joke. So yeah, gift. teens think Xbox is cool and they're wrong. Teens Millennials think PlayStation is great, but the real winner is Nintendo. They're all wrong. Anyways, so no, yes, no I need to see the use. I need to see the UI of the Switch before I can make an official declaration. The well, UI of the PS4 is clean, ad-free. So is Switch. I know, and it's but, always been. But the PS4 looks very modern. Yes, yeah, so does the Switch. Does it, or does it look like my eight-year-old likes this? No, it looks. <laughs> Modern. It's simple. You don't even <laughs> have an eight-year-old. <laughs> I know, but I might. An eight, I could give he it might, to an eight-year-old. Years from now. He's going to rent one and test it <laughs> out. Hey, kid, I'm going to do my own official study. Go Let's get go. Your neighbor do you like kid. this? Yeah, I can ask Jax. <laughs> yeah. Although, Jax has a fucking Xbox one, so god damn it. Yeah, uh, so anyways, and then something that recently came out that is a game that loads of people love and are super psyched about, Persona 5. Ah, just yeah, recently I heard a lot came of good out, things about so Persona that's 5. already out. I'm surprised you're not uh, all about that. I, I feel like it's a series I would love, but would, it's also one of the ones play. that I feel like takes a significant time investment. I've heard and that time too. these days is what I do yeah. not yeah. Mm-hmm. Evidently, but, you can make money with it. Apparently, it's all they say. No, no. I, never I, I, I've never heard such rumors. <laughs> if they're true, that would be very unpleasant information. Uh, but so, Persona Five for a very really not the game. I should say, Atlas mm. is getting a lot of flack for their policy on streamers. Did you see? I read it? This. Yeah. So, uh, and this is something that Atlas has been doing for a while now. They did this with Persona Four, really, kind of ever since the rise of streaming and like Twitch streaming and YouTube streaming, which people do for money, has been getting a lot of like. There's no standardized regulations for these types of practices, and Atlas is one of those publishers uh, that is like, you can't do that. So they are slamming people uh, that are streaming games, specifically in this case, Persona Five past a certain point within the game itself. So I gather the date within game. So the in-game date by which they do not want you showing any video content is July 7th. So, so 7, you can 7. stream all the way up to that point. You can stream up to that point, but if you stream content after that, they're going to hit you with a copyright strike. And Ooh. if you're a streamer, that copyright strike can severely limit what you can and cannot post from then on. So that could be a seriously derailing thing for you. So if you're a streamer and you want to do Persona 5, be aware. Atlas will even hit small streamers with this shit. They're looking. They're looking for who's doing it. So That's incredible. Yeah. Why? So just, they, they just, I think that part of it is the Persona games are very strongly based on story. They're mm, so very story spoil any of it. So if you're spoiling it, you're kind of ruining the whole game. Hurt their sales because so like, then you're I, like, oh, yeah, I saw exactly. how this ends. Exactly. So I kind of, I get why they're protecting, they're really doing what is within their right. Mm-hmm. They're protecting their copyright. So on the one hand, it's like, well, I understand why they're doing it. They have the legality to do so. Nothing they're doing is technically illegal or really in any way against the rules. They're actually enforcing the rules. But a lot of streamers and people who make their living doing this are pissed about it. So that's just something to know for Persona 5. That is really all I have. I'll keep that into account when I start streaming that one. Going live tonight. <laughs> live tonight. Dude, you should do it. Be like, so small, no one's going to notice for at least five days. <laughs> I get <laughs> one viewer if I'm lucky, <laughs> and it's Mogan heckling me. <laughs> it's me. And I'm like, God, you suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank That's you for that awesome. moment with Mogan. Are you sure? Yay. Yay. All right, moving on. Okay, so any more thoughts on Mass Effect? Well, let's just wrap it up. Um I can't put a hard number to this game. Is it still a AAA title? Yeah, it still looks gorgeous. Um, it's has 
quality writing. Um, the animations, whatever you want to say, are still better than than a, most games are. Um, would I buy it? I think you should wait until some DLCs drop, and it also goes on the Christmas sale. Get that, get that game of the year edition. I'm or, sorry, Bioware. Yeah, wait yeah. until you're bored one summer. If you're still have free summers, got a sinus infection. Have a sinus infection. You buy that for twenty bucks. You have the time of your life for a few hours, and then you're done. I sadly, I'm a repro- replayer of games, um, and I don't think I'll ever pick up. Ooh, that's the mark Andromeda for me. Again. Will that I replay it? Ooh, that's because especially, and I, and I would say a big component of that is because they remove the choice for you to alter the story. Yeah, line. I mean, what's yeah. the incentive for you to go back and replay it exactly. if it's not going to matter? I don't think I'll get the a different outcome. Um, also, I, I, I mentioned this way earlier and didn't get back to it, but they eventually devolve the uh, quest, the side quest, down to uh, jumping around. So you would go to one planet and you would talk to one person. They were like, oh, yeah, well, you have to go to the other galaxy for this or the other oh. the other solar system I for that. I thought you meant quests. literally jumping yeah. around. And then you would have to like go to the other like, one. And then you would talk to another person, person and they were like, I don't know. I heard that person was on this planet. So you would fly to the next planet and they were like, oh, now you have to go scan this thing. And you would scan that thing, and they'd be like, okay, well, you got to go to this planet now. No. Like, no, I don't want to. Just put it all on one planet and put it in different parts of the map, and I'll go Anything to those. Anything more than three fly. jumps is too many. Exactly. Like, uh, fetch exactly. quests have their place. They're fine every once in a while, but if you rely on those, it gets old so exactly. fast. The Legend of Zelda, notably, almost every game has a fetch quest, but one. They have, That's like, it. one fetch one and quest. Done. I don't and mind fetch like, quests. Yeah, it's usually, like, a whole side quest that you do throughout the whole game. Mm. You go and get this thing, and then you have this thing, and then you have this other thing. But there's just one, and it's built into it's the, the overall story. Yes. See, now, most of the time, not most of the time, in good RPGs, which Mass Effect and Drum's still all right, um, but in, in The Witcher or... Um, Fallout, you'd be wandering around on these fetch quests, and then you would run into like someone, and they would give you a completely different quest. Yeah. Or you would run into some kind of action bit, right? That didn't really happen in Mass Effect. You run into little bases where bad guys are at, but do you ever get anything out of it? Yeah, maybe a piece of armor, but like never any more story. Like you, you just don't suddenly happen upon stuff right which that i've heard sucks, happens a lot so in zelda fu- yes right? all the time i happen upon crap and i'm like oh gosh i should have explored this area more in depth mm-hmm. back when i was first here because i missed a lot mm-hmm. it happens all the time and really so, any game that has that type of element i love that stuff yeah me too so if that's missing from a game it's like well okay now i'm sad yeah i, I love walking around fallout for and stumbling upon a battle going on or something like that. Like yeah. you'll find mutants and robots fighting and you're like, I don't know what's going on. But let's join the fray. I'm going to pick a side. <laughs> yeah, with it. let's go. Um, or you just wander into someone wandering around the wasteland and they're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, a few miles back, you know, I saw this town that might have some loot or something like that. That's awesome. Thank you. And helpful just, desert stranger. Just never really happened in, in Mass Effect. And that sucks. But like I said, if you have time to spare, you're bored, and you see it on sale, I would pick it up. And I have heard at least that the combat system is very engaging and very fun, mm-hmm. and that the multiplayer is really good. Have you gotten into the multiplayer at all? No. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> no, Moving. no, I played a Moving few right rounds. Uh, is it a game? It's, it's, it strikes me as a game that doesn't need multiplayer, and they just put it's it. like how yeah, Tomb Raider has what multiplayer. It, what it doesn't it is. need it. Yeah. Why do you even put this in? It's here? it's just like. I think people started complaining whenever there wasn't a multiplayer aspect. Um, See, I'm the reverse. I complain when there's not a single player. Oh, man. I hate playing with people. Except for, Me too. Except That's for Overwatch. Why I love Overwatch is because no one else is there. Of course. There's like no, first person shooters. Yeah, there are games. There are exceptions to the rule. But Me and it, Zach still play Halo, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But like uh, this one, the, the Mass Effect Andromeda multiplayer is Firefight. So it's you're battling oncoming waves of enemies, oh. which is. Uh, Used and used idea. Um, Uncharted did that, and it fucking sucked. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. And well, well, well. Uh, Halo's Halo and Gears of War king of that. Halo just uh, recently, a few months ago, released a firefight uh, 
um, playlist, and it's incredible. So um, I'm going to go play that instead of play it on Mass Effect and Drama. Burn. Well, there you have it. Mass Effect Andromeda on a scale of a strong Mogan boo to a thumbs up of approval. It's it's a meh. A meh. Yeah. I'm making that a new ranking. The, yeah, a the meh. meh. The meh. The meh. meh. It's, it's all right. I'm okay with that. Meh, okay. Meh. Okay. Yeah, it's on sale. Okay. Meh, I'll buy it. Meh. There we go. There you have it, it. The official ruling. That's it. From Spencer Tullis. Now, have you been able to think I of a did. song? I did. I thought of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just now. I, I just did it. did it. Inspiration struck. Okay. So let me make sure that I have my thoughts all in order. Uh, without you, there is no sun in the sky. Without you. Without you. Thanks, Mogan. Not you. Other people. <laughs> <laughs> without you, there is no sun in the sky. Without you, there is no sun in the sky. A cryptic huh. hint. Huh. A cryptic hint. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, for that's, what a good, that's a good hint. Fly. So remember, the rules to the song contest are, if we will post on our Facebook and Twitter page Wednesday, 9 a.m., the day after this episode goes live, so April 12th. And w- once first person to guess the song correctly, or the, the game that it's from correctly, bonus points if you know the song and composer. There's not really an actual scoring system. It's purely who gets it first, but... <laughs> Props if you know the song and the composer. Uh, first person to get it right will get to pick a song and hint for a future episode. So again, that's Wednesday, 9 a.m., the day after this episode goes live. Well, it was great having you on, getting your thoughts on the Mass Effect Andromeda. I really appreciate it, guys. And I actually, really wanted to hear a lot more about this game after all the hoopla that yeah, came out. Yeah. I, wanted I wanted to hear if it was more a lot of controversy. Yeah. Someone we can trust. And I feel like I feel like I got a lot off my chest too, good. which is good, good for me as a as a gamer. I'm glad you know, I need a sound to, block for you. I need to, it's because Mass Effect is holds a and to many people holds a very dear spot in my heart. So um yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really oh, you're thanks welcome. for of being on. Well, this draws this episode of Team Chat Podcast to a podcast podcast to a close. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Sayonara. And to my left, our special guest, Spencer Tullis. Good night. We'll see you next time. Stick around for the song. Yeah.